In association with the Omniverse Comics Guide, this is the Cave of Solitude, your pop culture and comic book podcast coming to you from all over the world. I'm your host, Eric Anthony, and this is episode 309. Boom. We are back. And another one. Dave Molyneux. How are you, sir? Um, very well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, it doesn't matter. Yes, very well, thanks, Dave. Are you? <laughs> I'm good. As always, whenever we get to one of these, uh, I don't know, any of our, we've got a couple segments now, right? We got our top tens, we got our speakeasy, and now we got this, uh, we added this one, the monthly releases coming up. Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is which is kind of fun to, to see what's in the catalog. I, I don't know about you, but uh, in Canada, and I don't know in the United States, but we had this magazine called Consumers Distributors, where it was like a catalog, like a Sears catalog. Yeah, <laughs> it was great because it had everything in it, but at the back is where all the kid stuff was. And you would go oh. through and you just look at all the toys that you can buy from Consumers yes. Distributors. And you'd circle the new Batman or the Ninja Turtle or the video games like, oh. <laughs> I hope someone knows how much I want this. And doing doing the these uh, new release list, it kind of makes me go, hmm, there's something I didn't know I needed to spend money on. Uh-huh. That's yeah. that. we, funny enough, we had the same. We had the case catalog. And at the back, I'd, I'd circle all the toys. And when my parents went out, I'd go and look in the bra section. Ah. Cut, we'll cut that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was that part of the catalog too. Yeah. Yes. As a kid, I don't mean like last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have much better things if we want. We don't need a catalog with drama. No, literally, I'm just looking up comics. <laughs> what are you looking at? Just comics? Like, really? Again? Yes. Yeah, right. Blood. Yeah. Um, how did you find this month going through the catalog? Or You know what? Preface for me, I don't know where you find the stuff to list. I'm just going off of what Amazon shows me. Likewise, yeah. It's okay. the... It's the Oh, where did you disappear to? It's the easiest way to do it, I think. Um, it's quite hard to to get everything in one place. And I think, like, especially with trades, it, it, when they do the solicitation stuff, trades and collector editions and omnis just get kind of shoved down the bottom. Um, like, ugh, they're the dirty people that, <laughs> that only buy the, the chunky books. But um, it's very hard to kind of get everything in one place. But it was it's a bit of a weird-looking month really, November. I think a lot of stuff's been shifted back. There was there were some books I was looking forward to that would probably pick up on when we do the December. Yeah. One, that were due to be out this month. And yeah. the same happened last month. That There was a lot due to come out last month and then it all just suddenly got shifted. Yeah, it's hard um, to uh, be accurate with the dates for release dates. So it's I, virtually impossible. Yeah, so I based it um, off of not what's coming out in the store because that's a week early. Is it only one week early? I think for, for us here, it seems to be right. that way. So if you pre-order it on Amazon, um, the Evil Empire, and you get it for a good <laughs> price, and you have it, del- it'll be delivered a week after release. Okay. Usually, so I think here it depends what if there's some comic companies, it's two weeks. Okay. So yeah. it could be quite a big gap, but um. I think is that's the thing. Don't don't buy it from Amazon. I didn't say that, um, but I use it for just keeping a list of what is coming out. Yeah, and then I buy from someone else. 
I'm ha- it's good that you have that option because here, other than our shops, our comic book shops, it's oftentimes the most affordable that I found. I've done um, in stock trades and all those things in, in the United States and the shipping yeah. and handling and all of that, it doesn't it doesn't work out. It oh. doesn't make sense after it's all said and done. Unless a book is not available here, then I'll maybe go that route. But we don't have as good of the options other than that big box store. But yeah. whatever. <clears throat> it used to even be better at um, some of our secondhand stores. Or there's I always bring up, shout out BMV. They're not sponsoring me, but it's a good place to go shopping. <laughs> There's, they they had a, they have a diamond and the random house and all of those distributor yeah uh, like a real comic book shop at this one location so they would really cash in on the fire sales and stock right. up on a lot of good stuff that they'd put it out out of the blue sometimes like yo they got this here for this price and they just bought a bunch of it when it was on sale and so you would go to this book but like even omnis and stuff yeah yeah oh yeah yes it's upsetting sometimes because I would go there and I'm like, I bought that for this much last week. And then it's here for more than 50% off still wrapped up in plastic. You're just like, "Ah." but it's, I was going to say something. It's one of those things where it's like, even there, they don't have the same deals anymore. Because diamond oh. is, they don't get the fire, the fire sales. Oh, of course. Right. So you're going to even these places that had good prices, and it's not as good as it used to be. It's not really worth it to make the trek unless you just want to keep small business alive, which is a great reason. But it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's the thing. I think, I think even when I buy books in this country, that is from small business. And they do, they're cheaper than anybody. It's Speedy Hen, not, again, not sponsored. Um, I've had the odd mishap from there, like damaged books occasionally, but they've dealt with it really well. Um, yeah, it's they seem to be the cheapest. Amazon, like, normally, more often than not, especially if it's not Marvel or DC, it's full price for whatever you get, whereas they, these guys just, they really take a chunk off. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I probably wouldn't be able to afford... Anywhere near as many books. No, same same as me. Same as me. Especially with the with the type of collections that we like, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you if you don't jump on it quick, they're gone. A lot of times. Yeah. And then you That's get the into thing. that that FOMO where it's like, do I get it now? Do I not get it now? Do I get it now? I, I don't know if I can afford it, but it probably won't be there when mm. I'm ready to. So you 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 know, it's stupid. But uh, as we, we say do. that, it's Which what probably we do. is stupid, but it's what we do. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Which sure things is. we want to buy or should, should, other people should buy that they may or may not need. <laughs> but it's fun. They do need this. Yes. This is essential for living. For us. For us. This is like our drugs. It really is. Do you really need that book, Eric? No, yes. but I want it. <laughs> I do need it. I need them all. So... How do we want to do this? Is this stuff that you're going to buy? Things that you're recommending? A little mixture. Okay. Yeah. Same. I must me. admit, this week again, I've done. I've picked some stuff that I haven't read, but I'm really excited to to pick up. Okay. So, mixed in with some stuff I have read, and yada yada yada. Okay. 
And one that I didn't know existed until I started looking through the lists for this. So I'm made up because I'm definitely having that. Okay. I'm excited for that. That's very cool. Okay. Uh, Who's first this week? I think you start this week. This week I start? Okay. Kobe Kobe the dog is making an appearance. So if you hear a little collar jingling, that is her saying hello. It's not yours. No. (laughs) Not my collar. Not right now. No collars on the podcast. That's a weekend thing. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay. I'm going to start off with with something that I will have my eye on to buy just because I like this writer and um, the premise and everything appealed to me and I think it's a one and done cover to cover. I'm not sure. I think because it's a library edition. Oh, from, okay. From Burger Books. G. Willow Wilson, Invisible Kingdom Library Edition. Is that on your list? Yes, it's on my list. I, I'm desperate for it. Okay, yeah. It's a I, really good price as well for, for that kind of book. Yes, it seems well worth the money. Um, when I, I don't know, maybe it's in my head, but when a person goes to the extent where something gets printed in multiple versions, you know that they're, mm-hmm. they're, they really stand behind it. And G. Yeah. Willow Wilson, the creator, co-creator of Miss Marvel, I loved her run on the book. I don't know. I'll give I'll give it a chance just because she's writing it, and the premise sounds really good. It's I have it written actually. Should I should we give the the premise just so that people know what give Invisible the official one is? if you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. Context. Uh, in a distant galaxy, acolyte Vess and hardened freighter pilot Grix join forces to expose an inconceivable conspiracy between the most dominant religion and an all-powerful megacorporation. Suddenly, prey in an interstellar chase through the dreaded ranks, through the dreaded junk rings, to the point of no return, this unexpected pair is faced with a grave decision: reveal the truth or plunge the world into anarchy. And when the valiant crew of the Sun Dog is captured by the dangerous siblings of Rebirth. Vess and Grix must fight to save not only the universe, but also their newfound love against all odds. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. It sounds fun. And it's, it's Christian Ward as well on the art, isn't it? Yes. Am I wrong? I yeah. I think so. It sounds fun. Yeah. And it looks... I, I like the whole idea of it being a one, a complete, but a nice chunk of completeness. Yes, yes. You, you know that the story will be allowed to breathe. You'll yeah. get it. You'll get attached enough, and then you'll be able to let it go. Like a good movie. The way movies yeah. could be, right? The way films used to be made when you didn't have to watch 30 of them to understand what was going on. Yeah, exactly. Rumpy old bastards somewhere. Sorry I took it from you, Dave. I hope you have something to fill fill in the, the slot for Invisible. I do. Kingdom. It's a really, really good shout. Um, I am I'm desperate to get that book. Um, I'm going to pick... My first one is um, one I haven't read as well. Um, and I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know if it's Copra or Copra. Um, it's from Image Comics. Uh, it's been gone for quite a while now. It's I think it's pronounced Copra. It's a. Uh, um, it's apparently it's, it's heavily influenced by stuff like GI Joe and Suicide Squad. I think, um, and it's like this. How's it spelled? Oh, well, C O P R A. So it's the Copra Master Collection, Book One. So it's an oversized hardcover, I think. Um, it's not always easy to tell, but I think it's a it's an oversized hardcover, um, and it's from Michael Fife. Or I, don't, I think that's how you pronounce it. Probably isn't how you pronounce his name. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um, 
Eric. It's the, uh, it's the opening salvo of the world's greatest superhero revenge series. Dive into the formless battle royale of mercenary misfits and celebrate a decade of Copra with style. So it's it's is actually quite stylized artwork. It's very simple. Um, it looks along the lines of the kind of stuff I'd expect from Andrew McLean. Okay. Um, McLean, sorry. Um, okay. I, I think it's been around. I think they've done six books. So this book, I think, collects one and two. So there's likely to be two more volumes. Um, but I don't know. It's just the, the thing that appeals to me about this over something like G.I. Joe or Suicide Squad is the actual risk that characters you may become attached to might die. Whereas <laughs> it's less so in those other titles. I love yeah. I love G.I. Joe, the Marvel G.I. Joe. I love the IGW G.I. Joe, but I, I do like a bit of... I like a bit of chaos and I like the Game of Thrones vibe of not knowing who's going to make it through. So this, this yeah. promises that. The stakes. You, there, there's something about there being a certain level of stakes yeah. in your storytelling that yes. you know keep, keep you coming back and that thrill. It, it's almost like don't go back to that universe. Just let it be because everybody yeah. is honored that way even if their deaths were shocking. Yeah. That's no. kind of how it should be. I so feel, it, yeah. it should have meaning. And I think this kind of stuff, I, I like something that's finite as well. I know there's, there's an end coming and I know that it has meaning. So like, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Um, when I was, I think I, I think I mentioned it in our last chat, but it may seem sometimes when you listen to us that we don't like Marvel and DC comics. It's just, or what's new, that we, oh, you guys are old guys, like we like new comics. It's just that I find, and I don't know if I can speak for you, you like that beginning, middle, end now. I'm really loving the beginning, middle, end thing. I like having a nice, chunky book Yeah. that either completely collects everything, and it's finished, and it stays with me, and it, wants, it makes me want to pick it up again. Yeah. Um, or maybe, maybe a few books, you know, but something that feels like it has gravity and I'm not going to keep reading that same story over and over again and I kind of think you know there is always the risk of that when you're using it doesn't really matter what it is it's like you look at the Star Wars films I felt like the second the third trilogy was a rehash of the first one earlier stuff yeah, so yeah. you kind of go oh, I had that so I don't need it I don't need it again and that's the thing I like something new and I think there's a lot of you know, outside of mainstream comics being Marvel and DC there is a lot of great stuff that's yeah. being overlooked yeah yeah and a lot of it is the reward is that you get to find out what happens in the end. Yeah. And I, I think I, I didn't realize how much I missed that. And you know, a, Mainstream and comics are kind of the only thing that does that. Keeps it going. Yeah, it keeps it going forever. And it's kind of bled into the mainstream with Star Wars and yeah. Yeah. You know, the MCU type stuff. And it, it, becomes so, it becomes so daunting that if you haven't already dabbled in it, like where do you begin? Yeah. Like, do you remember that feeling? Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you remember that feeling you get of like you watch a trilogy and you know that the end of that trilogy is the end of that trilogy and this has to be good? Whereas now you don't know if it's, you don't know if an end is coming. <laughs> I kind of, I miss that feeling. And there are comics out there that offer that and I want that same feeling back. Yeah, it's true. And that's what you find that more with modern comics that aren't a part of a big machine yeah it's 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 they've reversed the 
I feel the the creative as the create like the direction where creative comes from. Now it's like do this because it could be in a movie. Yeah. This is oh they're doing that in the comics because that's got to be in a movie. Yeah. That's exactly. what it feels like now. And yeah. so the the. Whereas- Indie comics tend to do what serves the story. Well, hopefully, unless they're hopefully. trying to. And some of them are using them as pitch. Yeah, they're trying to make. Pitches, some people are. Blame right? Right, yeah. So. But it's okay. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Enjoy it all. You can normally pick those out, but it's it's fun to find the really good stuff as well. Yeah. So. I, I, the new stuff that's fun is a lot of the. It'll be finished. It'll have yeah. 60 issues if it's lucky. But yeah. stick around for 30 <laughs> issues and it'll be pretty great and uh-huh. unique it, uh, that's the other thing too it's more unique yeah definitely feels more unique and special yeah okay what have you got sir i am going to go with something that i had i unloaded but i want to recommend it to people okay so it's the she hulk by dan slot omnibus oh I'm not a fan of She-Hulk the character too much. No? Just in general. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think in the, if I read her in the Fantastic Four, back yeah. in the 80s, I probably That's really liked her. Me, yeah. But the way that she's presented in, like, the break of the fourth wall, like, as the original Deadpool sort of thing. Yes. And it, it's not, I don't love it, but I do recognize that this book is, is a good book. If you want to get into She-Hulk and if you are enjoying the television show, I do think the show does a good job at like paying homage to the things that made it work in the comics. Okay. Not my favorite thing, but I do think it's a good place to start. It's a, it's a quality product if you like She-Hulk and if you want a good She-Hulk run. It won a lot of praise. I remember it, it won did. a lot of praise it back did. in the day. And I picked up some, um, particularly the Paul Pelletier issues. Because mm-hmm. um, you do get a really, really strong Titania, no pun intended, Titania and She-Hulk yeah. fight yeah. in that. And it's drawn by Paul Pelletier. And I love his, I love his, and I wish he was on more of it. Um, it's, a, it's a mix of artists, I think. I think there's about three, maybe four artists. I can't, I can't quite remember. But um, there are some, it's really good stories. And actually, I, I did ponder picking this one up, but it's one of those things where other people have just beaten it. But it's, they're, Probably some of the strongest She-Hulk stories. Stop saying strong. Yeah. Um, that you can get, you know, in terms of overall. Because I've read, I've gone back and read some of the burn sensational She-Hulk stuff, and it's it's of its time. Whereas I think the slot run still feels quite current. Yeah. Even though it came out in what I think it started in two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. Before I think it's this is before he gets on Spider Man. This is kind yeah. of where he. Made yeah. a bit of a name for himself because this bled into Civil War as well, and there, there are parts of it is that, that are impacted by Planet Hulk. Yeah, um, so that that kind of shared universe aspect does yeah. come into play, but it doesn't overwhelm it. No, because it still knows what it is. It, it's I find it to be the show is a good reflection of that book. Okay, I haven't seen it. Yeah, if if you like that book, the show pretty much gets that that vibe it does a good job at it it's humorous and it's villains and there's appearances and there's fights and everyone's in it It, but it's the way the Dan slot one kind of plays out right or it's kind of like well that was zanier than i thought it 
would be, but <laughs> that's what that's what she that's what the book is. That's yeah. what the character is on her own. Oh, it's good they kept that thing then. Yeah, I might try it they, at some point. They stay. Tr- I found they stay true to that, but again, it's not my. I'm watching it and respecting it for. It's it's I don't know respectful adaptation. Yeah. But she's still okay. not my favorite character. I'm just trying to be. It's it's my objective pick of like read this. It's good, and if you it like is good. if you like the show, and the show is good, whether I want it would give it you know my favorite rating, but this goes hand in hand with it. So I think it's a good time that they're releasing this, and it's you'll enjoy reading this to go along with the show. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, good shout, dude. Um. I'll tell you what then, I'm going to pick something, oh no, 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 I'm going to save that one up, I'll bet you nab it, no, no, I'm going to take it. Take it, take it, take it, take it. <laughs> Alright, so, um, something I have read before, I am, I'm desperately looking forward to it, even though I own it, already in a different format. I know what it is, um, but go for it, I'm going <laughs> to guess it. Do it. X Factor Volume Two. Yes, yeah. X Factor Omnibus Volume Two, which kind of should be. I still think it should be X Factor Investigations Volume One. Um, I think there's slightly more chance that people might have wanted to pick that up. I would. I have. feel like they're getting to the beginning, um, which is it's a shame. But hey, you could always get it and get someone to do a custom cover for you. There are options. Have you done um, that before? No, but I'm seeing a lot of people that are doing that. More and more people are doing that. I'd love to. I'd um, love to if I if I knew like a place that i could count on i i cover some on the no i I'm, i follow some on instagram okay so i might share some of their stuff because some of them are like you're looking at going you've done a way better job than say marvel oh um, yeah i see some or, or they've made the spines aligned they did yeah. the someone did the, the green lantern by jeff johns stuff because all three spines are the same apart from one yeah. two three yeah and you can't even really tell but they did something so that it, it did the color spectrum. Yeah, I saw that. All the way along. That was nice. Beautiful. So I really thought it out. Yeah, because it makes you say you have to have all three of these. If yeah. you don't, you're an idiot. <laughs> right? Just for the spines. I showed it. I showed it. It's funny you should say that on a tangent with the custom spine. The one thing that I do like it that Marvel tried to do was with the uh, Avenger box set. They collected like a bunch of classic or like, you know. Yes. Uh, I don't know if essential is the word, but you know, the hits. And they put yeah. them and, and it spells out Avengers when you put all the books together. So they had this at the the Comic Con, uh, the Fan Expo. Oh, and I, did they? And I, and I put them all together for fun because I'm a loser. And I just tried to <laughs> see if I could find all of them like a puzzle and see if it would spell out Obviously Avengers. Someone was selling them separately. They were being sold separately book per book. You could buy, depending on the size of them or whatever, twelve ninety nine for like a mm-hmm. hardcover of Avengers Forever, which I was tempted, but it was like the V or the the N part of the spine. I'm like, I can't buy this with that no, spine. It's weird. It's I've, weird. I've got that. You um, have. I've got the no, not quite. I've got two other ones. So I've got. Oh no, I'm showing you. Like you probably won't even be able to see. That's okay. Um, I've got the Secret Wars one. Yeah. And they do the same with the spines, but you know all the characters line up yeah. at the start of Secret yeah. Wars. Yeah. It does that. I will I will properly share this with you because you won't be able to tell on here and no one could no one can see it. Um but I'll send you pictures. Um they're the kind of pictures I send these days. <laughs> <laughs> um and I've got the Infinity Gauntlet one. Yes. 
You you have well, them displayed on your your Dave from the uh, the Omniverse. You have a nice photo collection. I do. Of that I have shown them on it. Yeah, I'm going to redo that. But um, but yeah, when you... I finished running through, but it's just it's nice to have them. They're they're um, not oversized. But I don't care. It's, it's beautiful a set. Yes, and they had the the singles of the Infinity Gauntlet as well. Oh. They didn't have the box set, but they had the That's single. Weird. It's weird, right? So I was yeah. putting them together for fun, and people were like, "Oh, I think I want that." Like it's here, there you go. Like this is the whole set. And I sent them to my wife. I showed her like how it connects. She's like, "That's beautiful." She goes, "How much yeah. for all of it?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. We don't have to buy this." But the the shelf appeals a real thing. It is. They um. I thought they. Sorry, we're kind of veering off a little. I won't okay. stay on it too long. But I thought they missed a trick doing the nightfall on these. Um, because they, they did wraparound artwork and it was, you just kind of got random characters yeah. on the side. And I thought, like, you could have done a, a really cool spine design that tied it all together, even if it was like the maybe the, the newer, the uh, Azrael bat symbol yes. or something incorporated into it. And like when you, and with cracks in it, so when you split the books apart, it looks like it's cracked or something. Yeah, something like, you know, but they, they just didn't. And sometimes they miss a trick. So, I mean, there are options if, if people don't want to buy. So, with X Factor, it's the. It's the beginning of Peter David's return to X Factor like in two thousand and five. I'm thinking yes. about getting it because it's a not connected at all to the volume one X Factor. The only connection really is that three of the team members are in it. Yes. But you don't have to have read it. It's it was it was frustrating that they did it that way. I think it's to encourage people to continue buying, but I don't know. They, this is what like what they've done. Um, <clears throat> it is incredible, though, because this was a title that was selling enough to keep going, but not selling so much that Marvel interfered with it. So it does take part in one crossover, which was the Messiah Complex. Um, and I'm not sure, I didn't check actually how many issues of that are in this book. It might only be the X Factor issues, or they might not have included those at all. Um, however, it's the X Factor tend to show up at these things and then they're kind of pushed to the background because they're not Wolverine. Um, so, but it's, it's, it's great. They've got a nice, interesting rotation of artists. Ryan Souk draws the beginning of it. Um, there are a few others peppered throughout. But it's basically Jamie Madrox, a multiple man, opens a detective agency and he uses his abilities to send kind of other versions of himself to learn how to do certain things. And then like one of him's a monk, one of him's a shield agent, one of him's a Hydra agent, one of him is um, whatever, you know, he might kind of learn you know, different skills and then he absorbs those tubes back into him and he's got different skills. His powers are also fritzing. So his some of his tubes have different personalities, like the boldest of other other personalities almost. So some of them he doesn't get on with. Some of them are deeply depressed. So, you know, it's it's a really weird idea. But the character stuff on this is just brilliant. And it's a rotating cast. So it's you've got your core cool characters like uh, Madrox and uh, a Strong Guy, uh, Guido Carousella. Um, M is in it, I think, from the beginning. Richter from New Mutants, though he's powerless after um, House of M storyline. And Layla Miller from the House of M 
storyline as well. She's in it. Um, it's incredibly awkward, but actually really well handled and really funny. And it is just a really funny book. So like he's, even though it dips into civil war and there are little references to other bits and it's set in that shared universe for the most part, they're investigating stuff. Mostly connects with mutants. Obviously it's an X title. Um, that stands alone. And it, part of it is just the weirdness of what they're looking into. Part of it is just seeing how these characters are just upsetting the hell out of each other's lives and just not being able to guess what happens next. It's just full of surprises. It was quite sweet, really. There was one point where Peter David said, please don't spoil the ending of X Factor 33, I think it was, on the internet. No one did because no one was reading it, um, which is it's great in one way because you're going... Brilliant. Someone didn't ruin this for me while I'm waiting for, at that point waiting for the trade. But it's also just really sad because no one's buying what was the best X-Men title of the time. Yeah. So, And it's still one of their strongest titles of the last 20 years. I've never heard anybody who's read it say it isn't great. There's a lot. There's a lot in there and it shouldn't be that good. For yeah. that period of time, there's one. I think there's one book I kind of went like, oh, it wasn't as, as strong as the others. For the most part, it's well above average, and you know you're going to get a good story every single time you're reading an arc. You know you're getting a good story, and you know they'll throw in uh, the the longer it stays in. I think by volume, th- what will be volume three, I guess they do head back to New York and they start to get more involved in Marvel Universe characters, and they really play with it. And they really have fun with it because that's what Peter David does. He, he How many volumes do you it. think it'll be? I think it could be four. So three three volumes of investigations, basically. Interesting. So it's a shame they didn't start investigations with volume one because it would have been less daunting for your readers. Three volumes instead of four, but... I, I strongly recommend it. Like, I, I really strongly recommend it. It's been one of my favourite reads. I've actually read it about three times, I think, as well, um, because I just love it so much. It's, so, it's just such a great series to go back to. And Jamie Madrox is one of my favourite characters because of it. That's why I like your, your B-list, the C-list of characters, because you, you can do anything with them. You don't have to keep the status quo. Yeah. And they don't. The characters in this in this book all progress. There are rewards for whoever you're following, even if it's not the best outcome for them. There are outcomes for them. They're not just prettying up the background because their uniforms all happen to look similar. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I've always been on... I wish I would have bought the um, complete collections that they had put out for it. I always passed on it just because I'm like, how how committed am I going to be to reading this whole thing because I heard a lot of it is is good and I'm you know like any other comic book fan collector you want it all yeah I don't think they finished those complete collections no I don't think so either because from the sounds of it from what you had said to me is is that it is quite a, a lengthy run so it's like do I do I sacrifice stuff on my shelf to make room for something that everyone says is going to be fantastic like, do I invest in something? You know, it becomes those things yeah. when you get to a point. Oh, and you don't yeah, definitely. want it to. You don't want it to. I think it's about 21 trade paperbacks, not including the side complex. Yeah. So it's it's a lot. It's but it's it's worth it. It's like with the his Hulk run. It's a lot, and there might be the odd peak and trough, but it's worth it. And you're yeah. really, really glad you, you got involved. I've got the i I've got the four from his main run. 
I'll yeah. probably stick with that because I know they're doing a fifth and they're doing a maestro and that's all. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're really they're, which I'm ha- really happy for. They're they're giving Peter David his due respect. Yes, and he's about time. Yeah, it's about time because he's done quite a number of extensive runs that even with Jenis Vell, right? Yeah, I think Jenis Jenis Vell is Captain Marvel. Hulk and uh, X Factor are probably the, the three main ones. Yeah, um, there's giving... other random bits as well here and there, but they were the three main ones, and I highly recommend them all. Yeah, exactly. No, that's good. Good pick. I'm very tempted Thank to you. go down that rabbit hole. Um, speaking of omnis that I think are are worthwhile for the particular character, I don't think I'm gonna buy this one because I have it all collected and I took my time doing it. So it's like I just finally got all of them and now you're putting them in omnibus. You oh, son of no. But it, it, no, they, they, they waited enough time before they did that but at the same time I think what I got is fine. And that's the Mark Wade Flash Omnibus. Oh. I know I know you're not the biggest fan of the Mark Wade Flash stuff but if you do like the Flash, whether it's the television show or the kid, not the character from the movies, not that guy, <laughs> not even the actor, well, no, just that, that guy. Not 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 the guy, the actor. Forget him completely. But that <laughs> Flash is not a good Flash. Anyways, back to things we like. The Flash by Mark Wade, I think, is um, it's a turning point in the character's history of him becoming, uh, establishing a, a family of the like the Rogues Gallery. Not that it wasn't there before, but. He really adds things to the, the to the tire to the wheel, like spokes after spokes. Just stuff that happened in that era of the Flash that completely changed the DC universe. Did he introduce the Speed Force? Yeah, am I right? Yeah, he did. He did introduce, it. and right. he gave he gave the whole Flash legacy a good weightiness to it. He really mm-hmm. built up the family aspect of it. So if you like that character at any point, this is a a well worthwhile collection to have, I think. It's Wally West as well, isn't it? It's, and it's Wally West, yes. Yeah. Who I think, you know, largely because of Mark Wade's run, consider him to be the Flash. Yeah. So even bringing Barry Allen back, yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. It's Wally West is the Flash. Yeah. And and this is kind of like he did for maybe this is a bad comparison. I'm trying to think would be a fair comparison. He kind of did for the Flash what Peter David did with the Hulk, where they took something okay. that was that had changed and and was different, and then really redefined it to the point where you always go to that place. Right. There's there's going to one of your favorites. Everyone will refer to it no matter what. That person made a mark on that character that no one had done before. Or maybe like uh, Walt Simonson and Thor, maybe. You know, someone Mm. comes through and they just add a a splash of something to it. And they'll always be associated with the character. It's funny because even though I wasn't floored by it, I did consider getting this. But I think one thing I was thinking about ahead is that I hope they include the Grant Morrison, Mark Miller issues in, in volume two, I guess it would be. Um, yeah. 
because they're so strict about that at the moment, you know? This yeah. is the Mark Wade stuff, you're not going to get it. But then that book is out of print, you know? Yeah. And it's only, what, eight issues? Eight issues of filler? Yeah, you can include it. he took some time off? Just include them. Yeah, I have it, on, I have it actually on the shelf in that order. My, my Oh, what, with the, the Morrison and, and Miller yeah. book? It, shut it, in yeah i know it would bother people but it's like I, you gotta read that in between that's the stuff that yeah. you're gonna miss exactly i don't know why they don't just include it. they need to just get do over the complete it. stuff yeah just get over it yeah so yeah th- this is i think a, uh i don't know why it took them so long to make this an omnibus to be quite honest well, apparently they were going to and then the scans weren't good enough or something and then they couldn't get them to that size well they just rescanned them then or, or if I scan them wrong, like it's 300 APR, just increase it. <laughs> Let me do it. I'll do it. And also give me the comics because I don't have those. But, you know, there, there are ways. I can't understand how Marvel have managed to reproduce anything from any era. Yeah. And it look, you know, I can't think of any bad examples off the top of my head. Whereas DC have gone, yeah, we were going to do an impulse book, but um, scans were just bad. <laughs> something's not right there at your end and you need to sort it because you're doing a bad job. Someone's doing a bad job. Yeah. Um, and there, there's a market and the thing is, as they go on because Marvel are just populating that omnibus market so much. DC are dropping from that and they're not finishing anything either. So it's tricky. It's hard, it's hard to recommend, but I, I do want to, I do want to get this flashback, even though I didn't finish that run. <sighs> It's it's a good era. It's a good era. It's fun. It's fun comics with big ideas and a lot of heart, a lot of family. It it feels like a feels like a Spider Man sort of book, but with more of a connection to all of the different Flash family, Max Mercury and Jay Garrick and you know, Impulse gives. It's just yeah. It's it's fun. Fun time. Oh, impulse. And you know, great artists, Micro Ringo. He's on it for quite some time. Oh, God, yeah. That's a winner in itself, just to get those. Yeah. And then you got uh, Umberto Ramos with the Impulse. I don't know if those will be. I think they're included. But, yeah, it's a good era. Good era of comic books. If you want a a classic character, legacy character, we actually have a good idea for an episode. Shout out to Reed Reads. Making me yeah, cheers, dude. Speaking of legacy characters and whatnot, people who take over for somebody else, the Flash, Wally West is the, the one of the best examples. But we'll get to that episode idea when we get to it. Um, your turn. My turn. So I'm going to suggest another one that I haven't read before. So this this is called uh, Bird King. Um, it's from Dark Horse, as uh, by Daniel Friedman and. Crom, um, and it's—I don't know much about it. It's—it looks like a little fantasy story. It's um, the official line is that it's an original dark fantasy um, epic adventure of magic and all this kind of stuff. So it's it's teenage apprentice uh, to an infamous arcane blacksmith is forced to flee her homeland to seek out Atlas, a fabled land of light ruled by the Clean God. She's joined by a mysterious guardian spirit known only as the Bird King, and together they'll have to overcome dozens of enemies to reach Atlas along the way and unravel the mystery of the Bird King and their ancestral connection. Now, the thing about it is... What's um, the name of this book? Bird King. Bird King. And it's it's got a real 
Mignola kind of uh, Andrew McLean vibe again. That I'm, I'm obviously liking that style lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's like a very bright version of <laughs> of that. So that's the thing. It's like if Mignola's stuff was cheerier. And who's who's the um, the publisher? Uh, Star Horse. It's funny because there's a novel called The Bird King by G. Willow Wilson. Oh, but it's didn't know that. Yeah, Dark Horse. Let me take a look at this book. Now I don't know. Um, I don't know if it collects issues or if it's like a new. It's not showing up. Uh, no, it's my... just original. Original. Yeah, so it's it's they've gone it's rather than go for single issues, they've gone for 160 pages in a volume one trade paperback. How do you spell bird? <laughs> I, I don't know if you're kidding. B I R D K I N G is one word. Oh, it's one word. That's why I put yeah. two words. I'm like, did I misspell bird? Is it with like a Y or something? Sorry, this is very tantalizing <laughs> podcasting. Can you tell me? <laughs> How to spell bird, Dave? How do you spell bird? Oh, I don't yes, know, George. I, I, I definitely see the um, the connection to the artwork and the style. Absolutely. Yeah, there sure. is something really appealing. I don't know anything about it, but I'm I'm really excited to read this book. And it's the second month in a row I've recommended a Daniel Friedman book and also not read anything. Interesting. So, there's okay. something in there that's appealing to me on some level. So I think he could be a creator to watch. When I read both of these books, I will review them and let you know if he's a, if I think he's a creator to watch. Um, but he sounds like he could be quite an interesting person to follow. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, that's definitely up your alley now that I take a look at it. Bird King dark and a Dark Horse, of course. Dark of course. Horse, if you're listening, we will review and praise all your books. If you want to be a part of the Cave of Solitude, <laughs> they will. <laughs> my laugh? Yeah. I was going to say a joke and I said it in my head and I said, don't go there. That's why. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Um, um, shoot, dude, it's your turn. I haven't read this. I don't know if I would buy it. But I'm going to recommend it because I think... <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I read this. It looks shit. Da, no, it's not that. that. It's not that. I, <laughs> what I'm saying is that I'm tempted to buy it because I've never known... A, I've never been really guided a great place to start reading this if I ever wanted to. And that's uh, Savage Dragon from oh, Image yeah. Comics. I've never read any Savage Dragon. And I know that he's changed the book quite uh, dramatically and the type of stuff he puts in there and whatnot because he can. It's his book. But this is going back to the very beginning of it. And I always gave Eric Larson credit for the fact that out of all of the guys who launched something at Image, he kept his book going. And he just worked at it, worked at it. And I know Spawn has taken any breaks. I don't think so. I'm not sure. I think he's had a book every month. Yeah. Could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But it's it's one of those things where this is a – he went and he created the character he always wanted to do and – Here's a way to start reading it if you have any if you like Eric Larson, and you want to see some something that he's kept going for years. Probably what he's most famous for. Now. I know Spider Man and whatnot, but yeah, this but is he's his. definitely. Was there an animated series at one point? I, I think, think there was an animated series. I think so. Like yeah, and, I think so. Have yeah, you ever read Savage Dragon? So I read the first four issues. Huh. 
Um, and it didn't sell me on it. But, I mean, we're talking, when, when would that have even been produced? Like, probably the mid, late 90s, I would have read this. Yeah. Um, so, like, my tastes have completely changed anyway, for the most part. Um, so I'd, I'd see, I saw that book and I was thinking, like, I wonder if it's worth a go. I just don't know. Yeah. So I considered it. Same. That's what I'm, and I think that if you want to go to, I mean, it's Eric Larson. You know, he's a, he's a pretty well established name in comic book history, and this is something he kept going doing at his own like something his he was passionate about. I always appreciate when a creator has something that they feel so strongly about that they just keep making it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So to, well, to so, get, go, sorry, ahead. Go, on. go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say like I don't I don't remember much about it. Me neither. I think he's basically a super powered cop. Yeah got super strength he's basically the Hulk with a fin yeah as a cop and then there's lots of violence nudity and ridiculous situations I, th- I think there's one point where he kind of he gets swallowed by a kaiju or something and has to find a way out <laughs> stuff like that it's it's very it goes, silly but it, also really violent there's a lot of nudity um, and I don't think many other things were doing that kind of so it's adult but silly okay I've never again. I think. I think he went in that direction recently. Like in the last couple uh, of years, he started to like. I'm just gonna go do whatever I want because it's been 25 years. I've been doing this book. God. I figure I can do what I want with that, and it's like, sure, go do for it, like, mate. It's your series. It's your series. You yeah, found, you found an image. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought if I would, it, this would be a great place for me to give this a, a shot. Yeah, because I I've never been I've I've never known anybody's like you know Savage Dragon is the shit. <laughs> never. <laughs> I've but heard them say it without the, but I think like there have been some storylines in there. I think that so I was going to get one of the books that has Invincible in it because there's a chunk of storyline yeah. with Invincible thrown in, and yeah, um, I don't know when that comes in. Probably quite late. So I don't know. Well, whatever they do, I hope they kind of they stick with this and see it through i wonder how many volumes that would be it would be pretty it's gonna be a lot isn't it yeah it's a lot because it it's a volume one with i think 12 issues in it but i mean if oh, you want to if you want a taster like if you want a taste test little sample yeah not a bad place to start with a, a i guess you could say a classic original image character up there with the spawn and wildcats yeah. before they were sold and Cyber Force, whatever it was. Like, this was one of those originals. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> Actually, no, wow. I did try Cyber Force, but I just didn't inhale. I read about two issues and... Did you At least ever... it wasn't Youngblood. Yeah, yeah, there you, exactly. Who made Youngblood, was it? It was, it was Liefeld, yeah. Liefeld, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> what's your next one, thought. Dave? My number four... In an um, unusual move, instead of looking at volume ones, I'm looking at a volume six. Ooh! <laughs> yeah. So basically, DC have finally completed a run of something that's longer than like three or four books. Um, and they're releasing volume six of Young Justice, which is then the entire Peter David run, there complete in trade David format. They're quite chunky as well. They're really chunky books. I think there's like 15, 16 yeah. so issues yeah. in each book. 
Um, so it's, I mean, I've only read volume one and some of volume two, um, which originally centered around Robin, who was Tim Drake at the time, um, Superboy and Impulse. And then the cast kind of grew. So, so it's almost like the sidekick or kid versions of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like with Wonder Girl and, um, <clears throat> I can't remember, Arrowette and all these other, all these other characters. Um, yeah, I thought they'd finished a volume five because I completely miscalculated. And I no, couldn't get into that six. series. I started collecting well, it. The first volume was a little bit too, like a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there, and I couldn't get into a rhythm of storytelling. So I, mm. I just wasn't interested. I'm like, ah, I don't like how this feels. It's funny because like P- Peter David's DC stuff, I haven't wanted. Like Aquaman, I stuck with it. I really tried. And then I just couldn't do it. Um, and I can't remember, there were other couple, another couple. Young Justice so far is kind of okay, but I feel like I'm not the target audience. Yeah. Um, but it may well be that, you know, if people remember that series and really, really wanted it collected, you can now get all six books. I'm I'm going to get it because I've got volumes one to five. I just, I'll just i just see how it goes as a read-through. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I go through, but it's just... I'm just really pleased that DC have stuck with something because it's it just seems really rare. I mean, like example, weird example. Um, they released the Power of Shazam book one. Yeah, it was like a yeah, um, yeah. standard size hardcover. They're releasing book two now. Thank like goodness. it's been a big gap. They're yeah. releasing book two, but as a as a paperback. Oh, so like, well, what do you think's going to happen? What the heck um, is that? It's a really it's just not a good idea because we're an anal bunch. We want shit to match. So make a match, but no, it's going to be a paper. It's going to be a trade paperback. So it's not like they've re-released volume one as a paperback. First. Yeah. 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 I was going to say they've like, just gone volume two is paperback and then there'll be volume three. Maybe. Wow, that's so stupid. <laughs> but like, that's so oh, bad. You've got to think about your audience. Yeah. I, I don't, it's it's really a the longest standing comic book publishing company that I don't understand their decisions. Like, I don't think they understand. The thing is, they've had to pulp so many books and stuff over the last few years for making mistakes, and like it's like they're trying to. I think that the right people are probably in there trying to churn this stuff out to get it out to the people that want it. Whereas people higher up in Warner Brothers are just going, "Yeah, but does it got Batman on the front cover? No." Pulp that shit. Yeah, I think you're like, right. Come on. But even, you know, even stuff that's how that, it feels. Yeah, yeah. I don't get them. They they don't they really don't mind burning money at Warner Brothers. They really don't. I kind of feel like they should have sold their characters to Marvel in the nineties when they had the chance. And we might have done better at well no, because we we got some great stuff in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, you did. I feel like someone else could publish this stuff now more successfully. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> I tried to I tried to mute it, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Let's see where we are. Maybe I see it on the on the the recording. <laughs> on the waves. Yeah on the waves. They, <laughs> I yeah. come right into the mic. That's it. <laughs> the spot that, that looks like really... a hurricane hit. That spot. <laughs> That's actually quite a calm sneeze for me because normally it feels like my entire head's going to come off. Yeah, me too. And I'm probably going to orgasm. Um, <laughs> no one needs to hear that. Uh, well, I, I already forgot. Oh, yes. Young Justice, Volume 6. Young Justice. 
Yeah, I I, uh, I really wanted to run along with that series as well because I like the, the animated show. I'm like, this is cool. If this is what the comics are like, I would read this. But it was, maybe it becomes like that. But from the parts that I had read, I'm like, not the target audience. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think it is aimed at younger readers. And that's the thing, I'll probably keep it regardless for my kids. Yeah, yeah, good move. Because they love the DC stuff. There you go. Good move. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh, uh, number. It's your last one, man. This is my last one. Number five. What do I go with here? Because I had a couple of. In cases, in case we picked the same thing, so I had to make sure because I figured we would, and we did. Uh, who should I go with here? You tell me a company I should go with. A company. Yeah. You know what? I'm not gonna go with one. I don't know who's actually publishing this book. I got to look it up. But it's something that I read on Webtoon. Uh, Fabian Nicieza, Outrage, is now going to be put into a book form, which is really interesting because it was a top-down scroller. Yeah. The way it was drawn and presented and all of these things. So I always wondered how it would work if it was in a book or if it was best suited for that style of app and so to see that it's going to be in print and it's a creator own fresh idea you know pretty modernized up to date with technology and things like that i was excited to see that that's going to be in print and i and i hope people read it because it deserves to be read it's a cool story it's it gets conversation going at least at least pardon what's it about it is about how can I put it? It's oh, I saw that. Let me let me do it proper justice, and I'll read the synopsis. But I have to make sure I find outrage, Nichieza. It's nice to have technology. We seem so smart. <laughs> I noticed they said on the there's like I found a lava that says from the co-creator of Deadpool. Yes, because. Uh, and, and the artist of the best-selling Batman Fortnite. I was trying to think what that looked like. The art in this is, is quite nice. I think he worked. they worked together on um, Deadpool and Cable. Or Cable and Deadpool. Oh. Okay. Oh, Riley Brown. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. So this is in a future only five minutes away. Outrage is a story of a mysterious individual who can navigate the internet and physically manifest at the source of the vile bile that spews throughout social media. Along with an array of weaponry limited only by his imagination, Outrage can exact swift, merciless justice on anyone who triggers, humiliates, mortifies, stalks, hawks, balks, or otherwise abuses someone on the internet. And also anyone who doesn't know the difference between there, there, and there. (laughs) But more importantly, Outrage is a story of trying to fight the anger inside the human soul. Who is Outrage? So there's a lot of times, or not a lot of times, but there's a moment where, spoilers, this character takes a a dump on the former president's desk for something he tweeted. (laughs) So there's a little bit of that in there too. But yeah, it was a cool book or cool story, I should say on the webtoons app which i think it's back now they've got new chapters of outrage and it's it's 
nice to see. Rocket Ship Entertainment is the publisher. I don't know where you find that, but you can get it on Amazon in a hardcover or in a softcover format, which is cool. There you go. Outrage. Nice. That's a really good call. It's nice to have something different. It's, um, I did try Laura Olympus um, that was getting a lot of praise um, started on Webtoons. And I was intrigued for the, by the exact same thing to see how it would transfer from a scrolling um, title to, you know, the way they, the way they did it. Um, but it's nice to see that transition. I think that one a part of this just the wonder of digital media basically you can pick it apart and reassemble it as needs needs be um and it's nice that things are finding their feet on webtoons and things like that so other people are finding comics it's incredibly popular yeah. i had no idea how popular webtoons was me neither so i think they do a batman series on there that's actually doing better than any really? batman series i did not know yeah. that i only got webtoons to read that story actually outrage so the only reason I ever went on it because he was going to be on the show and I wanted to read something that he was currently working on. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, if you if you can, please read this. I'm sure. Sounds good. And it was all it was all there. So before you know it, it's like, oh, I just I read the entire series. That's pretty cool. Like, give me more. Oh, wow. But it's it's 130 pages. It's really not that long. Uh-huh. But for a web a web comic that is a I don't know what top-down scroller. Yeah. It's weird because you, even with a digital comic, you're still used to flipping a page in a way. Like, yeah. next. This is like, this just doesn't end. It just keeps going up and up and up. It's a, it's a never-ending story, literally. It's weird. <laughs> don't break it a Sunday. No, I won't. I want to, but I won't. Uh, your, your fifth. Uh, my fifth and final is one I didn't know existed until we started well still I started investigating what was gonna make what was gonna make the list this month. So um it's called it's called Four Gathered on Christmas Eve, which is so not me hmm. by the sound of it. But it's got this very gothic front cover with a furry hood figure with a skull. Uh, on the front and it's by there are four stories I think it's four stories by these individual creators and it's Mike Mignola um, Becky Cloonan James Harron and Eric Powell wow yeah 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 yeah. that's right up all in one book it's not hugely long I think it's 50 something pages but you basically get four short stories by those top of their game creators like I'll, I'll buy anything um, that um I love her artwork. I love it. People really like her. Yeah. Like I've, I'm starting to hear her name quite often. People are like, I just love her stuff. I'm not um, well-versed enough in it, but I did, I, I was reading the Swamp Thing omnibus. So I read the entire portion of um, the Scott Snyder run. Yeah. And I think she does some stuff in that book. She does some art in there. She's well suited for it. Yeah, because it's very, it's just very dark, gothic style, mm-hmm. and it's she's mastered it. It's great. She's doing a lot more writing um, these days, and I must admit, I've not, I've only read a couple of books that she's written, but for it's more, it's more her art style I'm drawn to. No pun intended. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, it's like the thought of getting some, some more of her art and like a, 
you know, even short story is great. And then Mignola and Eric Powell, like, come on. And James Harron, like, it's almost like generations there of some of the finest kind of gothic creators in comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I saw that and just went, what's that? And then realized who was involved. Like, okay, getting that now. <laughs> so it's a little early in terms of Christmas, but um, treat yourself. When is it coming out? Um, it's somewhere about mid-November at the moment. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Good picks. Uh, my, well, the one I left off the list was The Thing Omnibus from John Byrne. The entire, the entire run. What's that? It's very wise. Why? To leave it off? Well, my biased opinion is, is what's just awful. Is it, is it awful? I know it's some, really bad. Really, eh? Yeah. Okay. I want to like it. I'll take your word for I it. Don't. I know people who love it. Really? Yeah. It meant God. a lot to them as kids because they yeah. related to the thing. Um, I know a lot of artists who, they just love the character. And they're like, you know, John Byrne with Ron Wilson, stuff he did when he was outside of the Fantastic Four. Like, they enjoyed the development of... Ben Grimm as an individual. Mm. So I've never I, read it. I have the two volume trades of Byrne and Wilson. I don't know how many there were in total, but this two, collects two trades. Two think, trades. Yeah. But does that collect the entire run? I don't think it does. Um, the two trades didn't. It went up to issue thirty-six. Yes. Um, was that what it goes up to for this omnibus? Yeah, goes up to thirty-six. Yeah. It has some Fantastic Four tie-ins. It uh-huh. has a graphic novel, Marvel and the Thing: The Big Change. So yeah, it's, it's Jim Starlin one, isn't it? That's that's pretty good. That's quite good fun. Yeah. So it yeah, if you're a fan of the Fantastic Four or the Thing, and you want you know a good retro storytelling of that character, it's pretty cool that they have if that you want coming to- out. Yeah, I and mean, the thing is, if you, if you wanted to be a completist and have all the burn Fantastic Four stuff, it's like the first ten issues he's part of the FF, um, and the remaining issues he's not. Right. Um, so, like the the middle section, he stays on Battleworks. It's after Secret Wars when She Hulk takes That's his place. Right. That's right. And then after that, he kind of hits the road. He meets Vance Astro Astrovic who becomes one of the new warriors years later, but it's his first appearance yep. in this series. Um, the secret wars, two tie-ins. There's a point I don't, I did have a look, but I can't remember if the Avengers West coast Avengers issue was in it, but he came really close to joining the West coast Avengers. Yes. Um, some issues in there included. Yeah. So, I mean, there is some nicer stuff towards the end. There's some really nice covers on the, I think on the last couple of issues, because they introduce, um, Ms. Marvel, as well, the Sharon Ventura Miss Marvel. Hmm. So she makes that's her right, debut right. in this series, but not as a she thing. That's right. That's right. That's the thing, right? It's it's one of those eras where significant things were happening to the character that probably you'll never get again. Yeah, they, I, I can't imagine them doing something like this for that length of time. Again. Um, yeah, it's it's. I, I do have a soft spot for it. I think if I had, if I was only doing my Marvel buying like I was doing at one point in my life, I would have got it. Yeah. Um, just for the silliness and fun of it. But he becomes a wrestler, yeah. right? 
he becomes a wrestler in the unlimited class wrestling federation I think so my, it's, I think it's Mark Grunewald was a wrestling fan one of those guys had to be because that thing comes back in Captain America yeah it does it does yeah a couple times even even screaming Mimi right yeah is she from there yeah the, the grapplers are from are, are in, they join it yeah yeah it's so funny because Lance Astrovic was in that he he joins as a wrestler using his telekinesis that's right and spoilers then, and, and then he becomes he's a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy right in the future so well the, but actually no he was he first appeared as a kid in uh, Giant Size Defenders I think it was number four or five um, where the Guardians come back and they're trying to Korvac I think it was the Badoon I think I might be getting some bits mixed up but basically they come back and they try and yeah. Save him from yeah. from murder from the future. It might have been Korvac. I oh, know. I think in the Korvac one, they go to look after him, but Korvac doesn't go near him. It's hazy now. Yes. But anyway, yes. he's introduced as a kid. He's kind of forgotten her for a long time, mm-hmm. and then he's brought back in as, as a slightly older kid, basically, um, and befriends the thing as a runaway. So that introduces the idea that his father's um, abusive and stuff, which they pick up in pick up on on in New Warriors years later so it's like there's a lot of key stuff in in that thing book so if you do love the 80s material and i do um damn it i might have just sold myself on this (laughs) (laughs) thanks mate haha gotcha no you shouldn't get it it's horrible i'm gonna buy it it isn't it isn't the great the thing is that if you're looking for a really really good thing story there aren't many in this book (laughs) if you love the classic 80s stuff and you're a completist then by all means, be aware that it exists. Go pick it up. And, and that's why I made the, the my my alternate pick. Yeah. Like it's cool that it exists. It's sure. a funny one. It's, I'm, it's a surprise they've done it, but it's quite nice they've done it. How Do you have any uh, alternatives? I'll speed through my alternatives. I've got a few. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was a tough. It was tough. Um, so Absolute Multiverse. That was my other one. Is, was- yeah, I... I read it and thought it was okay, um, but I actually sold my deluxe to get the absolute and then cancelled it in favour of other stuff. Um, Never read it. Never read this. This is an interesting book. Um, I think there was a lot of hype around it, so I, I wanted to read it again without the hype, but that's that's on its way, and it's really nicely produced. And there's, there's about like a hundred and something extra pages in it, so that'll be nice. Uh, New Warriors Omnibus Volume 2. Yeah. Um, Baby Teeth by Donny Cates and Gary Brown is, has an omnibus coming out. So it's the whole 20-issue series from Aftershock. Um, Transformers Volume 6, which is the end of the more recent IDW run of Transformers. Um, it wasn't necessarily loved by lots of people, but it's it wraps up the Transformers time at IDW. So they've lost the license now. So um, I'm looking forward to at least having that complete so I can read the whole story. Um, Manifest Destiny is a series that's been running for Image Comics for quite a long time and Volume 8 is coming out. I'm really hoping they do that as a compendium because it's had a lot of, it's had a kind of an underground below the equator <laughs> fan following. Um, and I kind of feel like I want to get in on that now, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know a huge amount about it. Um, Wonder Woman by Grant Morrison, Earth One Complete Collection. That's cool. Um, speaks for itself, but it's also art by Yannick Paquette, 
and yep. I love his art now. Um, whereas when I was a teenager and his old gambit, I wasn't so sure, but I really love his stuff now. Um, there's Grace and the Super Spy Omnibus, which is about the third time they've released it, and I'm actually going to cave this time <laughs> and get it. Um, so I think that was Tom King and Tim Seeley that, that wrote it. I had that. I've read that twice, and I it just I couldn't. I don't see what. No. It's good. It's not that it isn't good. It's just one of those things where how good people were making it seem. I was. I never understood. Like, it's is it that good though? <laughs> I don't know if it's that good. But for some people, okay. they just love it. Because I feel that the, the they don't. Sorry, you're gonna get that book, and it's a beautiful book. Enjoy I'm it. sure I'll probably be disappointed. No, I. It's Tom, Tom King. <laughs> but it's Tom King, Tim Seeley. They go back and forth. Yeah, and it is. Okay. It is. Oh, okay. It's a spy book. It is quite good. It is. It is a good run for sure. Don't listen to okay. it. I'm gonna, I'll give it a try. I'm not expecting huge amounts because I, I think I was put off by the hype and I read a couple of issues and kind of went. Mm-hmm. But I think it was the Future's End issue yeah. that I read, and that was messy anyway. Is it? idea so it's a comp- um, it's nice because it's I'm complete. gonna try it yes 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 yeah it's the third time i've released it and that's when we kind of go maybe i need to just kind of go just for it try definitely it. go for it yeah um world of black hammer volume four which features the skull digger miniseries is coming out i think we might have mentioned it last month <laughs> i think it's been pushed back but it's it's due out this month at least in mainstream uh, shops um it's lonely at the center of the earth by zoe thoroughgood i know nothing about it it's from image comics but it it looks really nice and i want to pick that up um i think it's like a post-apocalyptic thing but someone very much on their own underground hmm. um and last two abe sapien dark and terrible omnibus is now being released as a, a trade paperback they're really chunky so if you like the character from bprd to hellboy um maybe you saw him in the films um, that is coming out in a more affordable paperback edition, but nice and thick. And finally, Avengers versus X-Men Omnibus um, right. is on its way. So that was originally, well, obviously apart from the trade paperbacks, it was originally two hardcovers. Um, and this is now the whole lot in one book. Do you think that series holds up? I have the trade of it, and that's pretty much all I've read of the whole Avengers vs. X-Men. I read the entire thing and this was around the period of time when I was starting to go, mm. I don't think Marvel have got it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've done that. I did that with Uncanny X-Force and I went back and read it again and went, this is, how did I not like this? I'm a moron. So I think I was just in that zone. So I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to read it again. And I'm going to re- put it, a reading order together for the Omniverse Comics Guide and whether I keep that book afterwards or not, I don't know. We'll see. But um, it's that's why I'm not sure I can recommend it, but there will be people who miss those hardcovers the first time. It's the whole lot in yeah. one book, and it's a meaty book. It's one of the, the biggest omnis that Marvel have released so far because DC tends to go super chunky. Yeah, but they do. Marvel have really stepped up for this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that Jenna's Fell. 60 issue whole series I'm, looking, yeah. I'm excited for that one yeah, there's a couple things I've taken off of my pre-order list because I like if I have to pay full price for that I'm, I'm and I've never read it I'm going in blind just based off of word of mouth from people I trust yeah it's it's a fun it's a fun series I don't know if it 
it's reaches the peaks of X Factor or Hulk, but it's I, I have to have it. I'm so excited that it's coming out. Yeah, because I think well, I can't remember when it's due out, but um, I'm desperate because I haven't read those agree. issues in so long, and I loved that series. And when they cancelled it, um, I was so disappointed. And then they got a chance to run it again um, yeah. because it it won <laughs> that yeah. that Mark versus Marvel Ultimate Adventures battle. Um, the you decide thing so it's great that it came back and that it also introduced uh, Philovel yeah to the the whole mythos as well so there's tons in that so yeah um but yeah I think I think there's some interesting stuff coming out in November I don't think it's the strongest month I've seen this year um but again I think that there is stuff out there if uh, there's plenty tons of other stuff out there especially from Dark Horse and Image, who are all trying something new at the moment. So it's not tried and tested stuff. There's a lot of new material coming that I know nothing about. Right. Um, I'm I'm hoping some of it's good enough, but I'm kind of waiting on word of mouth because there are so many so many options at the moment. I know. But I think they're the publishers to watch. You know, your Image only um, first second is another good publisher to watch. Yeah. So yeah, there's tons out there. So I know we're picking some. You know, the, the odd bit of Marvel and DC in there and some Dark Horse and stuff, but there's loads. So Sometimes I wish I could look. start over. If I ever could start yeah. over, like, what would my collection look like if I could start fresh and not be bogged down by, like, but I love Superman. I have to have that. <laughs> I'm, I'm always so. interested, yeah. No, go on. No, no, I'm, that, that's it. I'm just always interested in what it would look like. I'm like, would I actually like Avengers by Kurt Busiek? Or what I think is ridiculous. <laughs> the thing is, the whole thing is ridiculous, though, isn't it? I mean, the superhero thing, but at the same time, it's fun. And it works It works differently in comics the way it works in films. Yeah. I mean, I'd say better, but I'm biased. So, yeah, um, it's just different. And I think, like, I, I personally, especially at my age, I think I'd probably get more independence stuff yeah and i exactly. probably find those those other universes so ridiculously daunting um but that's just it i think that there are so many other storytelling opportunities and different kinds of stories you can read if you just look outside of those two publishers yeah but there's a lot of good stuff coming a lot there's a lot of good stuff coming it's exciting mm. well until december when we do this again, but until then, uh-huh. we'll probably have a top 10 in between or something like that. So stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who, who's been listening, people who've been messaging us uh, through Instagram and whatnot. Stay tuned. Keep in contact with us. Give us ideas of episodes you'd like to hear. We'd be down for 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 doing it. We need all the, the help we can get because we have fun doing it, but sometimes like, did we do that again? Did we do that before? <laughs> so... Yeah. It's nice to know what people want, isn't it? It's, it's true. nice to know what works. It's true. Yes. And we appreciate yeah. the feedback and criticism, even if it's you need to tell us like, hey, shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Thank you. It's been fun. Thank you. Rate and review us, everybody. Follow us, Omniverse uh, Comics Guide on Instagram, Cave of Solitude on Instagram, and the Omniverse No, the Omniverse Comics dot guide. One day. (laughs) It's on the way. It's on the way. All right. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you later.